Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our very special guest, Eliana Galat. Eliana is a two-time TEDx presenter, author, healing voice mentor, founder of the Emerge Triumphant Thrive Through Uncertainty Method, and helps spiritual entrepreneurs to embody their unique voice and confidently express their truth from the inside out. Having lived through three wars and social unrest in the Middle East, Eliana knows how to thrive through uncertainty. Born of the ancient Levite tribe, she developed a medically proven healing voice system. And over the last 20 plus years, which revives the ancient healing traditions of pre-biblical Near East. Eliana has trained 10,000 plus healing professionals through the Voices of Eden programs and therapeutic singing certification. And I have actually had the pleasure of knowing, meeting, and being in the presence of in-person live with Eliana several years ago. And so it is such a delight and such a pleasure and such an honor. I just want to bow to you, Eliana, for all that you bring to the world and to our wickedly smart women around the world. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I love this wickedly smart women. This is so fun. Well, Eliana, I want to start our time together today really speaking about your life experience because I have a lot of different guests that come on to this show and some of them have incredibly interesting, traumatic in many cases backgrounds, but you're the first person I've had on the show who has actually lived through three wars and the social unrest in the Middle East. So I'd love to have you give us a little bit of a glimpse into your own personal experience with that journey. What would help me be really to the point for the wickedly smart and wise women who are listening here. If you would ask me a pointed question, like, what do you really want to know about that? Because I could take yeah, it from well, so, different directions. Sure, sure. So let's talk about, were you engaged in, in this kind of an environment in childhood? Like, or was it like, did you suddenly land in the Middle East and all of a sudden you were in a war zone? Oh, like, no, could no, you no, give no, us no. a little bit about your, your personal, like, story with having lived through three wars. 
Yeah, so the living through three wars came in adulthood. I'm looking out my window right now. This is a full circle story. I'm looking out my window at the Hollywood Hills and the Hollywood sign. Now, for many years overseas, I would say I was born under the Hollywood sign in Cedars of Lebanon Hospital. I guess that was a prophecy of my future in the Middle East. <laughs> uh, let's say I was born into the fine family. I'm fine. <laughs> Everything's uh -huh. fine. <laughs> it didn't feel fine to me. But God bless that experience. And and I don't want to go into, well, I could go into a long story, but we could be here till tomorrow. Yeah. If you, I tell it in my first TED Talk, which is called uh, Your Voice, Make It Heard. No, I like this thing about war, you know, like... <laughs> No, I like, give me my, I'll tell the war stories. <laughs> okay. I want you to tell the war you stories. Want the war yes, stories. Please. All right. So, I mean, so the first war story is, I don't know if any wickedly wise woman could identify with this at all, you know, but it's like, look good, <laughs> fit in, mm -hmm. you know, you have like your inner, vo your inner voice, but I didn't know that was my inner voice at the time, but something from a very early age, I remember at six years old in first grade going, when I'm grown up, I'm going to have friends all over the world and I'm going to go visit them. And it's like, that was not understood in the fine family, you mm -hmm. know? And I found myself, you know, I was born and raised in Los Angeles and, you know, here in California and Southern California, we, we achieve our enlightenment and spiritual and material that twain do not meet. I think yeah. what, I, what I really want to have our listeners hear yeah. What I really want them to hear, Eliana, is, is there anything specific in the experience of living through actual war? Because I would agree with you, many of us have been through multiple wars, but we might not, you know, have been actually in a war zone. Oh. Cool. Okay. Thank you for yeah. that. That's really helpful. Now I can make the bridge. Yes. All right. So the war, the war, the dinosaur wars, you know, in childhood, we've all got our, you know, major woundings and stuff. That wounding, what the war there was speaking up mm -hmm. and then being shut down, soap down my mouth, blah, 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 you know, blah, blah, blah. I had soap in my mouth too. So I know, you know what that what? sounds in like. my TED talk. I love hearing that because I added that in my first TED talk and I was scared to holy bejesus to share it till the I fly from Israel to Colorado. I'm staying with my hosts and practicing my talk. And the night before the talk, I was like, no, 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 I'm taking this out. I cannot do that. I'm going to be, you know, the gods are going to come knock me down, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm breaking the taboo. I thought I was the only person on earth. And my hosts, when I say it, I like want to die and I find them laughing. I'm like, oh my God, like my worst nightmare. Mm -hmm. And then I, they go, oh my God. I go, I don't know the soap that maybe I'm going to take it out. They go, no, no, no. And they go to each one. Yeah, mine was Lux soap, which was, the, oh, I was yeah. ivory. And I was ivory, ivory or dove at my house, Eliana. All right. I want to make sure that we stay so, on so point here. Yeah, well, it is on point. Yeah. It is on point because speaking up or, you know, fast forward, you know, many, 
that like taught me though to listen inside mm -hmm. and to not give my power outside. Mm -hmm. And every single time in my life where there was some drastic shift, some uncertainty, you know, where all things are equal and none of them, nothing's guaranteed, it was always making the making the dare courageous choice to jump into that unknown because the fear of death from not moving forward was greater than the fear of death of taking the risk and falling on my face or dying or being killed or, you know, whatever. And ma you making know, the change. You making know, more the soap down my mouth, you know, you know whatever. Well, like, you know, the, the interesting thing that I, I want our listeners to hear here is the first war was with your own family members who wanted to silence you. And at that place in your evolution, what that did was it actually catalyzed you to acknowledge the power of your inner voice. And, you know, what, as I'm listening to you, it makes me feel and think about if somebody wants to stop you from speaking, your voice must be incredibly powerful. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it's so powerful what you what you say, Angel, because really, the war is inside, it's not outside. Always. And that's what, yeah, so that's what the bond, so fast forward 30 years, you know, whatever, in the physical wars, I'm from the US, I'm from California, we achieve our enlightenment, positive thinking, you know. <laughs> But I'd never been in a war before, let alone three or four. And so the first time, well, with the intifada, I'm like, oh my, what am I, what am I going to do? And it, you know, and I, and I was already just so, you know, had been around the block so many times with listening and you know getting to the next level and the next level and the next level, such that you know when that war began. I was actually uh, shut out. The roads were closed. I couldn't get home. And when I got home, this is before the days of internet. This is in uh, 2000, 20 years ago. I, how do I, how do I respond, God? Oh, hold on. There were three things that happened. Mm -hmm. So there was the intifada, and I was, uh, I was moving in with this boyfriend who had come from Australia and I had given, I had paid all the money to the landlord for our deposit. And the day we were to move in, he got cold feet. He thought I was going to cost him money because of the way that I live my life. <laughs> and then the landlord didn't want to give the money back. And I had given my last penny. Mm. And then the intifada, you know, I went to present at this, conference and you know got stuck in another area and so i come home and then you know all that hell broke loose too and i remember what i was in the middle of the road i'm like god what what and the voice says these are the three faces of fear mm -hmm. money hoarding money out of fear and not not spending it the guy had plenty of money mm -hmm. but i was the one who spent it mm -hmm. and you know in the war Mm -hmm. And 
the response was, okay, so I don't know. Teach me how to love. Mm. Fast forward in the 2006 war, we had already done, I mean, that first intifada gave me the courage to, that I kept listening, listening to this healing voice approach. And I couldn't speak to people then. How could I say? I had no words. Mm. And how do you prove something that's 5,000 years old? Nothing was written down. Nobody taught me what I teach. I learned it listening. And so I continue to learn. It's like never ending. It goes deeper and wider. And so after the research and building the model, then I'm living in Upper Galilee on a mountaintop in the place that I saw in a vision in France that actually brought me to Israel. Oh, that was the second thing. I, then I became years later engaged to remarry. And mm. at the last moment, the guy goes, I'm sorry, our lessons in life are over. And I had almost, <laughs> I had almost reneged on the inner voice that was saying, you're to move to Israel, settle in Galilee in a green place where you see blue, and you're going to found a center where there'll be special music that combines east and west, and it will be with the focus over the seas. I had no idea what that meant. And it took about 10 years to even be able to enunciate that. Articulate that. Yeah. We actually are already at the break, Eliana. So I want to just have you pause. After the break, we'll talk a little bit more about what I really want to talk about after the break is your new book. I definitely want to talk about that. And we'll let people know where they can find out more and potentially work with you. But right now, we are going to take a short break. So Wickedly Smart Women, we could use your help. If you're enjoying the show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. Please help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so that we can serve them too. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners. We are now downloading in 95 countries. So thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads from all over the world. I do want to shout out this week to our listeners. I got to see if you're on the list here. Our listeners in Israel, I think I'm pretty, yep, there you are. I want to shout out to our listeners in Israel. Also to our listeners in Ireland and Italy. We might as well go with all of the Shalom eyes. Shalom. Shalom. All right. We will be right back with Eliana Gilad. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by Women in Transition, women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. 
Discover your wealthy life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Eliana. I want to let you know where you can find out more about her book. So um, the book is called Emerge Triumphant, Thrive Through Uncertainty. And uh, the book is about the prophetess Miriam helping the Hebrews to thrive through 40 years of uncertainty in the wilderness and to emerge triumphant in the promised land because of her nurturing feminine leadership, which changed the course of history. However, the sands of time have forgotten her way. And so we're really grateful that Eliana has been listening to her inner voice and you can get uh, more information about the book and about Eliana's work in the world and possibly book her to speak or to work with you by going to emerge triumphant now.com emerge triumphant now.com. We will have that for you in the show notes. So we've got about 10 minutes left Eliana. So in the time that we have left, I want to make sure that we give our wickedly smart women around the world encouragement to listen to their own inner voice, because that is one of the things that you have modeled repeatedly and seems to me is part of your ability to emerge triumphant is to be able to listen deeply to the inner voice, but also you now use your voice in speaking and in sound work. So I'd love to have you uh, in the time that we have left, give our listeners maybe one or two things that they could do to be able to deepen their trust in their own inner voice so that they can emerge triumphant. I love the synchro. Oh, God, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fast forward to the 2006 war. So what do you do when all hell's breaking loose and you don't know what's next and you don't know what to do and you feel like inside but you're a wickedly wise woman right and powerful and so you know how to take care of things because you're there for everyone else so what do you do when bombs are dropping and you have 90 seconds to get to a safe place which in my house was this little it was like the little corridor about this long between the hallway and the bathroom and the voice says how come we can't live in peace? Why can't we just live in peace? Mine says, and the voice answers, well, how well, Eliana, do you know how to live peacefully in war or when everything is falling apart? Because you're a wise woman. This is a world of duality. You cannot live peacefully if you cannot live in war and go beyond. Shocking. Shocking. (laughs) Yeah, it just stopped me in my tracks. And this clarity and calm just came over me. So the first thing and the last thing I would say, do not be afraid of your conflict. It does not mean anything is wrong. Mm. All right. I want people to really hear that. Do not be afraid of your conflict. 
it does not mean anything is wrong. How do we find harmony? Like think about a babbling brook, all right? You know how the babbling brook's so calming? But what actually is making the babble that calms us, you know, that's the, that causes the harmony? It's the flow of the water that's meeting up against the rocks, the conflict. Mm. Without that, there would be no sound. Eventually, it would be stasis and fetid <laughs> waters, you know, and you drown. And if you're real honest with yourself, isn't that what you do when you know deep inside of you, maybe you don't have words for it, but because you can't figure it out or you don't know that you don't dare follow through because it's just too friggin' painful or sad or griefy or snot-nosed or things that aren't polite, you know, and you're, you're the powerful woman. Mm. Yeah, well, there's the whole other side of your power, which has nothing to do with doing in the world. And we've all been taught how to do. And what we're being taught right now is to honor being who mm. you already are. Mm. There's nothing more. And when we stop, that's when the war comes, because mm -hmm. the war's inside. And it's not a pretty picture. Mm. On the other hand, birth is not pretty. Contractions, they're bloody. Mm -hmm. And you know, you get, if you've ever had a child, you know, when you get to the point where the contractions are so much, there's the point of the wall where you don't know whether you're going to get out dead or alive. That's the point where the baby is eminently coming in. It's a healthy birth. And then nature takes over. You got to mm. just let go. Mm. That's where we are now. Collectively. Collective. We're all... We're all we're crowning. We're, we're all dying. We're all bloody. We're all exhausted. We're all like, what the f is now? Huh? What? Hmm. Okay. So here's the thing. You know how this is the second thing of why emerge, triumph, and thrive through uncertainty? Well, it's about the wars, but it's also a, the message in the book is not about Miriam, but it is that feminine leadership, it's not seen. It doesn't need ratings. It's not on social media. Look at me, look at me, bull, hooey. Mm. It knows its power. Why do you need to prove your worth? Mm. If I need to prove my worth, it means that I don't feel it inside. I'm showing up so you'll think blah, 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 and we all do it, right? What do they think? What are my ratings? How, how does my hair look? How do I, how do I sound? <laughs> so, so Miriam spoke to me two days ago, yesterday, actually. What was the message? Your voice makes a difference. And Eliana, you need to sound it again. And so I put this page together, a Google form mm -hmm. of your voice. The your voice makes a difference movement. Mm -hmm. of, uh, we're collecting 100 stories to share real voices of everyday people. Why, mm. wickedly wise women mm. of a, you know, like a time that when all the cacas hit in the fan and the voices of doubt and the voices of fear and what we're all dealing with now mm. and all that stuff is up except you actually paid attention and dared listen to the voice that's beyond there 
in, you know, in your womb, in your belly, it, it, the one that's not screaming and vying for your attention. It's mm. not the one that's saying you should, should have, could have, it, you know, all those, the, the fear and but, doubt. Well, and it's the quiet that, voice beyond the cacophony. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And in order to hear that, you have to dare stop long enough to listen. Mm. But, yeah. you know, yeah. what was it when you listened and then, actually, this is the second thing, or if I said a second thing. Yeah, the third the, thing. Yeah. Here's yeah. the third bonus. So think of a time in your life when you didn't know what was next, or maybe you were daring to move forward or, you know, daring to go for something and it wasn't going, you know, it's like the shit hit the fan and you didn't know it wasn't going according to your plan. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when you actually didn't react to those dissing voices Mm -hmm. and you actually allowed yourself to follow the other voice, what happened? Well, for me, for me, for sure, I think one of the most potent times in my life was when I had the initiation into the unknown. And I discovered that there was exponentially more power in the unknown than the pretend power that is projected in the world. And Unfortunately, Eliana, we're already at the end of our time together today. And I want to just make sure that our listeners hear a few things. I just want to make sure that you hear, number one, that you have a voice inside you that is not the cheerleader yelling up and down voice. You're the leader. Yeah. You are the leader, not somebody outside of you. Yeah. And stop looking outside and listen inside. You'll get every answer to any question you could ever ask 24-7. Doesn't cost you a penny, doesn't take <laughs> any time. It's right there. Right. <laughs> well, and the other thing that I just want to underscore as well is that there is a difference between natural feminine leadership that rises up and is seen in the world versus going after it. And I think that what I'm hearing from you, Eliana, and I want to make sure our listeners hear as well, is that when we attune to that voice, sometimes we're going to do things that put us out there. And sometimes we're going to be in a more softer, more receptive state. And both of those are equally valid. So listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line. We'll have that number for you in the show notes. Definitely reach out to Eliana at emergetriumphantnow.com. We'll have that for you in the show notes. And you can send in questions or guest suggestions to our email address at listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. 
Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.